0: The New York Philharmonic this week is generously underwritten by the Kaplan Brothers Fund, the Audrey Love Charitable Foundation, the Philharmonic's corporate partner MetLife Foundation, and by an award from the National Endowment for the Arts on the web at arts.gov. From the media room at David Geffen Hall, It's the New York Philharmonic this week. And this week. We feature a program of French music. This is Alec Baldwin. I hope that you'll listen with me as we feature recordings of Debussy's prelude to The Afternoon of a Faun and Ravel's noble and sentimental waltzes. We'll also have a double dose of Berlioz with Harold in Italy and his song cycle Summer Nights. Sir Colin Davis, Court Mazur, Pierre Boulez and Leonard Bernstein all conduct the New York Philharmonic this week. Once, while evaluating himself and his compositional tendencies, Berlioz wrote that, quote, "...the prevailing characteristics of my music are passionate expression, intense ardor, rhythmic animation, and unexpected turns." Unquote. And Berlioz was pretty close to the mark in that assessment, as we'll hear in the opening work on our program, the song cycle Les Nuits d'été, or Summer Nights. These songs are considered to be among the most important and most modern orchestral song settings to predate Mahler. Originally scored for piano in 1834, Berlioz chose texts by the French romantic poet Théophile Gautier. Roughly a decade later, he orchestrated the songs and dedicated them to various singers who caught his fancy for one reason or another over the years. And about another decade after that, the work was actually published. The songs that make up the cycle are as follows. Villanelle, which remarks, When the season changes and the cold weather has gone, Say to me in your soft voice forever. Next comes The Spectre of the Rose, which is followed by the lament On the Lagoons, The fourth song, Absence, begins, Come back, come back, my beloved. Like a flower away from the sun, the flower of my life is closed up, away from your warm smile. That is followed by In the Graveyard, which is subtitled Clair de Lune, or Moonlight. And the cycle concludes with the song The Unknown Island. Tell me, young beauty, where do you want to go? The breeze is getting up. And now to open our program, here are Les Nuits d'été, Summer Nights by Hector Berlioz. Ian Bostridge is the tenor, and Sir Colin Davis conducts the New York Philharmonic. <laughs>
1: She Sure.
0: Summer Nights, Les Nuits d'été by Hector Berlioz. Ian Bostridge was the tenor, and the New York Philharmonic was conducted by Sir Colin Davis. The recording is something of a collector's item now, as it was one of the orchestra's first direct-to-digital offerings on Deutsche Grammophon. Claude Debussy's music was shaped as much by artistic and literary currents of the 1890s as it was by his musical training. It was thus no accident that one of his earliest masterpieces was based on a poem by Stéphane Mallarmé, entitled The Afternoon of a Faun. The musical cadences of Mallarmé's verse, with its strong, sensuous appeal and purposely blurred descriptions, appealed strongly to Debussy. The words are assumed to be the monologue of a faun, the rural deity of Roman mythology who was part man, part goat. In his Prelude to the Afternoon of a Fawn from 1905, Debussy virtually reinvented the orchestra, finding new harmonies, new rhythms, and new ways of ordering events. He thereby created a lush, sensual sound world that had not been heard before. Let's hear this music now. Court Mazur conducts the New York Philharmonic. Music of Claude Debussy on the New York Philharmonic this week. That was the prelude to the afternoon of a fawn. The New York Philharmonic was conducted by Court Mazur. Of his noble and sentimental waltzes, Maurice Ravel wrote that the title, quote, "...sufficiently indicates my intention of writing a cycle of waltzes after the example of Schubert." Unquote. Like Beethoven, Ravel was a pianist. He also composed at the piano and introduced many of his innovations in works for the piano. And as an expert orchestrator, he was often able to carry over the freshness, flexibility, and transparency of his piano scores into orchestral versions of the same material. Ravel introduced the piano version of his noble and sentimental waltzes in 1911 at a concert for the Independent Society, the more radical of two associations for living French composers at the time. This group produced concerts of new music, in which the composers' names were omitted from the programs, and the audience was invited to guess who wrote what. As the story goes, the audience, if by a slim majority, guessed correctly and attributed this work to Ravel. Ravel orchestrated this piece in a mere 15 days, in March 1912, at the request of the ballerina Natalia Trujanova. She was seeking to premiere four ballets by four contemporary composers. Thus, the piece was premiered in its orchestral version, as the ballet Adelaide or the language of flowers. While the ballet has more or less vanished into obscurity, Ravel's stylish and evocative score continues to charm concert audiences. Let's listen. Pierre Boulez conducts the New York Philharmonic. noble, and sentimental waltzes by Maurice Ravel. The New York Philharmonic was conducted by Pierre Boulez. In a moment, our broadcast will conclude as it began with music of Berlioz. I'm Alec Baldwin, and you're listening to the New York Philharmonic this week. Harold in Italy came about as a response to a commission Berlioz received from none other than Niccolò Paganini in 1834. It seems that the Italian virtuoso was anxious to show off his stratiferous viola. He assumed Berlioz would provide the perfect conduit with a dazzling new concerto. Although Harold in Italy is about as close as Berlioz ever came to writing one, the work is really better cataloged as the composer's second symphony. In fact, Paganini never performed the work, assessing some portions of the score as too full of rests and still others as unyielding. While the poet Byron's verse certainly stood as an inspiration to Berlioz in the composition of Harold in Italy, the musical depictions are not actually taken from Byron. Moreover, Harold in Italy serves as a sort of autobiography for the composer. Whereas his earlier work, *Symphonie Fantastique, represented a look inward for Berlioz, Harold in Italy is more an expression of his experiences and it very much points to the kind of self-conscious romanticism to which he and other artists of his day subscribed. Harold in Italy is in four movements, Harold in the Mountains, the popular March of the Pilgrims, Serenade of an Abruzzi Mountaineer to his Mistress, and Orgy of the Brigands. And now we hear Harold in Italy by Berlioz. William Linzer is the violist, and Leonard Bernstein conducts the New York Philharmonic. Music of Berlioz, that was Harold in Italy. The New York Philharmonic was conducted by Leonard Bernstein, and our musical Harold was violist William Lintzer. I'm Alec Baldwin, and you're listening to The New York Philharmonic this week. York Philharmonic this week is generously underwritten by the Kaplan Brothers Fund, the Audrey Love Charitable Foundation, the Philharmonic's Corporate Partner MetLife Foundation, and by an award from the National Endowment for the Arts on the web at arts.gov. Vince Ford is the executive producer of this series. The music producer is audio director Lawrence Rock. The broadcasts are written and directed by Mark Travis with production assistance from Ian Good and Stacey Gerard. And for now, until next time, this is Alec Baldwin wishing you good health and good music. This program is distributed worldwide by the WFMT Radio Network.